We had just had a really good conversation before it started. <laughs> we should have been recording. You drinking coffee? Yep. I have not been enjoying coffee lately, and it's not your fault. You make good coffee. I think it's the creamer. So you're one of those people who enjoys coffee for the creamer. No, I enjoy coffee for the coffee-flavored creamer. Only if the creamer <laughs> is top-notch. No, I have drank. Drank? I have drunken? Have I, drunk. I have drunk. I have drunk. That doesn't sound right at all. It is. Word of the day, drunk. I have drunk. I have drunk black coffee. I can enjoy it just fine. I have drunk coffee with just creamer. That's fine. Coffee with black coffee with sugar. I, I enjoyed that. But if I'm going to make it my way, it's going to be creamer and sugar of some sort. So where we live, um, certain food items at the grocery store are hit and miss. Coffee creamer is one of them. Mm-hmm. We out. So we currently are using the little individual non-refrigerate cups. And I don't think they're as sweetened as much as the exact same brand in the larger. It's a little different somehow. It's got to be because I'm not enjoying it like. Yeah, I'm only drinking the coffee because I like the taste of coffee. Well, that's just why you drink coffee, because you like the taste of coffee. But I'm just, I don't know. we got to get some of that other creamer. You know what I don't mind at all is like half and half and sugar. I don't mind that at all. That's just. This has half and half in it Mm. because I use But did you put any sugar in it? No. See that. Is that what you did this morning? You used half and half and the That's what I've creamer. been doing for the That's last week. That's why I don't enjoy it. The last week. That's why. why. Because you are taking away half of the sugar that would be. No, I'm using two mm-hmm. of the whatever they the are. The flavored creamers. Caramel macchiato. Yeah, not enough. And a half and half. Three of the individual creamers. So you're only taking away one third of the sweetness. I'm not going to give you three of the caramel macchiato. What, what is this? I'm not going to give you. I'm not going you. to. What's this? I'm not going to give you stuff. And you don't need the sugar either. I don't Just need drink the sugar. The coffee but the way I'll make be it honest, for you. I'll enjoy the coffee more if I know that it's going to be unsweetened. If I'm expecting sweet, you know, it's the it Sprite and water. Though. It's just not like, woo, sugar. Well, it's, it's never subtle. like that. It's a s- subtle sweetness. It's not sweet at all. You're just not a true coffee drinker. Sorry. I introduced you to coffee. I just, I. I'm sorry, you're not. Jessica, help us out. Hello and welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Lighthearted, family friendly and full of laughs. It is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake. But just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your pizza's ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. Did you rename our intro girl? No, it's Jessica. I thought she was Kate. Um, Jessica. Remember? Off of... I thought it was Kate. Off of Man from Snowy River. I don't know what what Kate is from. Maybe we named her Kate. <laughs> I don't know. I but, was like Jessica. That doesn't sound right. 
I feel I like know. I feel like it's Jessica, but I don't remember. It's fake either way. Anywho. Anywho. Um, I enjoy your coffee. Oh, I was saying, I introduced you to coffee. So you say. So you say. Starbucks. And you only get away Lexington with that because Road, I obviously don't remember. The there was no Starbucks there way back when you supposedly would have introduced me to coffee. There would have been no Starbucks there. It's very recent. Your introduction to coffee is recent. No, it's not. It, yeah, it is. It's when we lived in Kentucky. I know, but how long did we live in Kentucky before we moved? I don't remember how a many, long time. How many years? Has it been a long time? Twelve. As as a married couple, twelve, almost twelve years. The best twelve years of my <laughs> life. <laughs> I mean, when when are you thinking it would have been? Pre Clayton, post Clayton. I don't know. You don't see, you don't even know. I just know. You make this claiming you don't even know yourself. I just know I introduced you to coffee. I just, I'm sure I had to have had it in college on some occasions. I have rarely been wrong in introducing you to things. You like things that I introduce you to. You think I do. Last night. You think I do. We had chicken, barbecue chicken, and we had pineapple on the side. And I had you eat a piece of barbecue chicken with pineapple, good or bad. It was okay. Oh, it's not was, something I would do, it was but good. it was okay. You loved it. Which is what I say it about most of day. these things it that you introduced me to. No. It did not make my day. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, we've been barbecuing a lot lately. Been enjoying food on the Bobby. We just had a good cookout on Sunday evening it was the fourth of july it was happy fourth of july should we ignore the fact that we didn't release a podcast on monday i think people are just getting used to it (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's one of those things like the first time it happened it was like oh man and now it's like "Eh." we're on the third or fourth time Eh. we're like they'll be all right (laughs) nobody cares if they're if they're planning their life based around us that's pretty sad they can listen tomorrow (laughs) whenever we get it out (laughs) Yeah, it, it's it has not been as and it's like anything that you're trying to be structured in. If you if you start getting relaxed in it, it gets easier and easier to sin. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> you got a good chuckle out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was comparing it to a sin, like it was a sin for us not to do it. But it's true, though. I mean, the more you do something, you know, the first time it's it's hard. But then the more you do it, it gets easier and easier to do it. Like the first lie, the first lie is hard. But by the time you're a pathological liar, it's like, nope. Rolls off the tongue. Even I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) So we missed out on Monday. Um, No reason. I mean, we weren't so busy that we couldn't record a podcast. We just chose not to. (laughs) We many got, times in the day we got other things going on we do. i mean here's it's not like thing. this is our life here's the thing i was talking to somebody this morning um about it we're not professionals really? we're not professionals we're not? and so here's the thing with with professional podcasters is what what they're good at is being in the same consistent mood right 
True. You never listen to a podcast and you're like, oh, they're having a good day today or they're having a bad day today or they're in a bad mood or they're in a good mood or they're sad or they're happy or none of those things. You, it's they, well, And they kind of have to be because right, they're, if they're doing it like mm-hmm. as a living to earn money, mm-hmm. you know, they've got to stay top notch 100% right. of the time. It's where we get the word professional from. Exactly. They rise above it. So they're professional. And that's not us. And that's not us. Clearly. <laughs> it's not. But it makes you appreciate the professionals. Now, I will oh say with the professionals, they have an editor. They have a producer. They have a director. They have a writer, right? I mean, maybe they're performing a lot of these actions, but it is also a lot of times it's their full-time job and they're just, they're spending their days writing, Yep. you know, all of their dialogue. And, so, and that's a lot. It is a lot. So when you're running by or flying by the seat of your pants and and you're like, am I in the mood right now? Do I want to talk with my wife? Because if we're if we're being explicitly us, sometimes we don't want to talk with one another. Well, and especially not in this format. Right. I mean, it's one thing to like sit on the bed and have a conversation or drive in the car and have a conversation, but to like get in this mindset, mm-hmm. you know, is and, a different and situation. If we were to be honest, sometimes we get into bed and we don't talk. And it's not because we're mad at one another. It's because eh, we don't feel like talking with one another. Yeah. And so if you're and waiting. that's mostly my fault probably because I'm not big on talking and well, conversation. And, I'll just say this. You know. I agree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's both of us. You know, just sometimes we're not talkative. But, uh, to you know, to do this show, you got to be in the mood to at least produce the show and talk. And sometimes we're not. You know, if, let me, let's be honest, if Trista's aggravated because the kids are, um, she's having to tell them four or five times to clean the same thing because they're not cleaning something Which correctly. Like the majority I of the be, time. I'll be honest. I am not in the mood to talk with her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not because everything she's going to say back to me is going to be snippety. I mean, that's just, yeah, that's just life, right? Yeah. When you're aggravated, you don't talk to people and that's not all the time with her. And it's the same thing with me. Sometimes if I'm having a rough day, if I'm not getting something done the way I want it to be done, I don't feel like taking time from that to go record a podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. So all these are just, we're trying to add up all the excuses to so that you feel bad, better for us and you understand that uh, we're not professionals. We are novices, novices. It's a hobby, you know. It is what it is. And most hobbies you pull out now and then and work on them in your spare time and Maybe get tired of them for a while and pick it back up again. Yeah, I'm not tired of it. I'm not tired of it. I enjoy doing this with you um, for sure. It's just sometimes we don't feel like talking. I think that's what I'm come away with is why we don't record consistently on a certain day or time. Because like to say every day, Tuesday, you know, in the evening, we're going to feel like talking. Eh, I can't promise that. Right. I can't promise that. Right. But it's been what? 10 months now? Yeah. I mean, did we start last I don't September, I think? Boy, what are we going to do for our one-year anniversary? That's coming up. Wow. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Well. We'll have to think about it. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring some a guest on for, for once. We need to have more guests. We're terrible with having guests on. 
We're going to do it. I promise you we're going to do it. I'm not saying when we're going to do it. We're just going to do it. Right? It just adds another layer of preparation. (laughs) All right. And planning. Perfect point, Trista. Because if sometimes we don't feel like talking to one another, (laughs) add another person into that mix. Like, all right, when are we going to feel like talking to one another and someone else? Now you're, now you're like, I'll be, and there's been times like, um, let's just be honest. Like Tim and Sarah are some of our best friends in the world. And that night that we talked to them on this podcast, it was a great uh, subject on anxiety and depression that needed to be done. At the same time, I'll be honest with you, I did not feel like talking to anybody. And I know I can be honest with with Tim and Sarah and say that. I think I said it to Tim afterwards. I felt like it was a little, you know, we were a little dry. I said, what? We're going to have to do it again. Because that was just. Long distance. And I I think we were having internet issues. Yeah, I kept disconnecting. Off and on. And so, I mean, it wasn't the best scenario for trying to make that work. Yeah. So sometimes you feel like it, sometimes you don't. We might have a guest coming up. Maybe. In a week or so. Maybe. Uh, we might have a guest if that comes together and a, the guest would have a, an appearance about two weeks because I believe today we're, we're trying to record a two-parter today. And so this will be sent out immediately. And then if you're listening to this one, the next one will be sent out on Monday. Right. And really, I, we've talked about this before, how we need to try to record two a sitting that would help out a lot. We need to get ahead. And then oh, it's yeah. like if we miss a week, we yeah. just send one out. We could. We and I'm, I'm, I'm going to, as much as I love referencing your all's emails, unless it's a sp- specific, did I say that right? Yes. Specific uh, subject matter or comment. And we're not I'm getting not as much mention. lately anyway. Well, you so. weren't supposed to say that. That makes it sound like I people mean, are dying off. They're... We don't, the we the listeners know if they're listening the, or not. We want to give well, that, or responding. That one that one listener <laughs> might know, but we want to give people the the idea that we have thousands of listeners, oh. not not seventy five. I think they know better. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you for staying with us, and for all of you that look forward to our podcast and like to listen. I know that you like listening to Trista more. If I've gotten, if there's one comment that I get more than anything, it's Trista. We like hearing Trista talk. I don't know why it is. I don't know either. I mean, I know why I do. I'm not even an interesting person. Well, that's not true. Is it just my voice in general? (laughs) I don't know. I think you're interesting, though. Or I would not not have married you. Okay. Well, interesting. Everybody's interesting in their own way. You always way. tell me I'm boring. That's true. Always. That's true. I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny it. You can be boring sometimes. But it's not something, it's not boring in a way that you can't change it. You know, it's not like you're, you know, you're Adrian Monk boring. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been, I've been on an Adrian Monk kick lately, um, watching those old shows. Anyways, boring like... I think we could play games more as a family. And then sometimes when I want to play a game with you, you're like, eh, eh. don't feel like it. And that's, we we play games maybe twice a month. You know, we could probably do more often. Did we talk about the game we've been playing lately with the kids? I think we mentioned it. 
I think so. Golden 10. I think we did. Eh, we'll mention it another time again. So we had 4th of July. We had a great Sunday. We decorated the church with some American flags. That was fun. We don't do many decorations at the church for activities. And then we brought them home and decorated the yard. <laughs> decorated the yard with the same... Yeah. Uh, Multi-purpose. Ooh. And we could have we could have left them. We can leave them up for all July. July's kind of a patriotic month, right? Yeah. But we took them down. We took them down because so, we needed them here at the house. True enough. For the evening. So we invited people over to the house and had a good crowd, maybe a dozen people. I don't remember. It was around that. Plus us, yes. Plus us. Uh, good food. We had hot dogs. Good hot dogs. Somebody made coleslaw just for me. I was so happy about it. Because they make good coleslaw. And if you've never put coleslaw on a hot dog, you're missing out. You're missing out. Here's the thing. Let's talk about food a minute. Sonny's coleslaw, Sonny's barbecue, is found in the southern states. If you ever get the opportunity to put Sonny's coleslaw on a ballpark hot dog, with a warm bun, it'll change your life. It becomes what? A slaw dog. Thank you. You never say what it is. You're just like coleslaw on a hot dog. Well, I'm telling people what, what to do. I don't it's want them to dog. think I'm... You're right. Slaw dog. You're right. It's amazing. Very, very much so. So if you've never tried that, try it. What? What do you missed point it. At? You said amazing. You could have hit the button. I don't know You're which like one it is. Slacking over there. Hold on. Amazing. There we go. There you go. I don't. It's the best. It's my favorite way to eat a hot dog for sure. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> it is the best. Um, we like it a lot. And then what else? Oh, then for dessert, there was we had some guests that had never tried a root beer float, and we just happened to have. <laughs> That was funny. Root beer in the house. We hadn't served root beer, but we had a couple of root beers left over in the house. And then we had vanilla that somebody brought for like brownies or something. brought ice cream. And so we were talking about uh, root beer floats. And so we went and grabbed those and poured everybody a little bit so they could try it. And that was a big success too. I think there was some mixed feelings. Yeah. Some people were like, I don't know about this. Yeah. That and then you had orange pop. I put pop orange pop on mine. In yours, which makes... An orange cream. Like a creamsicle. Yeah, an oh, orange yeah. creamsicle. So good. Which that is pretty good too. It's really good. I think those I think I might even like creamsicle more than root beer float. I had neither at that time. You made cheesecake. Oh, let's talk about the cheesecake. Because this was good. Cheesecake always. You made cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Thank you for doing it. But we could not find graham crackers in the store. So what did your we awesome had to substitute. Husband. Graham crackers was When you say thing. we have to substitute, can we give we honor to, to whom honor is due and just say that I had an idea that you went through with? Yeah. So another thing that's difficult to find here sometimes are graham crackers. And so we were doing individual cups because Andy had ordered little patriotic cupcake liners. Forethought. But I didn't want to make cupcakes. So I was like, I'll just make little individual cheesecakes. And we'll put cherries on the top. Well, we couldn't find graham crackers anywhere. And so we were like, okay, we got to substitute something else. What can we substitute for graham crackers? And Andy comes walking over with 
a box of chocolate. I had never even heard of this well, before. The interesting thing is we it's so hard to find products sometimes that we couldn't even find a graham cracker substitute. Like yeah. just a natural graham cracker flavor of There was nothing like there cereal. were no like vanilla wafers. Which um, would be gross. Would have worked. Gross. Um, Maybe banana pudding. That'd be cool. Make cupcake banana puddings yeah. with a with a vanilla wafer on the bottom. We'll have to try that too. And then you could make, I don't know, maybe just crumb it. Make it a crumb. But how would you get it to set up, the banana pudding to set up? What do you mean? Because you just do the instant and it sets up. No, set up to where it's like a cream cheese. Like what? Hard enough to use a fork. Because I feel like any banana pudding is not going to set up. So you don't want banana pudding. You want... I want banana pudding set up, like, tougher, But stronger. banana pudding doesn't set up. Exactly. So... So how would we do that? Would you add gelatin to it or something? I don't know. Add gelatin to... You'd have to make, like, maybe a pudding. banana cheesecake instead of... Ooh. Instead of banana pudding. Banana cheesecake sounds amazing. And then use the vanilla wafer on the bottom. Would you just use banana pudding mix in... Cream cheese. I'd have to look up a recipe no, and go from no. it. I'd have to. We don't. Yes, we, we do. do. We just we don't no, look up recipes. We, we just try things. We do look up recipes. And here you have it, ladies and, and gentlemen. You our different out. personalities. And then you branch out. You got to get an idea. Like you have I to, just gave you an idea. You have to wrap your mind around what's going to work. Something that somebody else has already done. That's that a way you don't way waste of all of your ingredients, babe. No. Vanilla pudding mix. I'm not saying you have to use exactly what they use. I'm saying you look it up to decide what's going to work. I get what you're saying. And I'm sorry for giving you the squinty eyes. Like I'm not understanding. But the thing is. Which of us makes all the desserts? You. Okay. But here's the thing. We just have two different personalities. I like to experiment with things. And you like to follow recipes. I know, but if you experiment with something Sometimes that you have no idea. It doesn't work out and you gotta throw it all away. So then how are you supposed to serve that to people? You don't. You make it you make exactly. it before you practice it before. We're experimenting. That's the point of experimentation. You know, like that one guy. That's fine if you want to go experiment, but I like to be able to know what I'm making and be able to eat it but here's, successfully. What, what was the guy's name that invented peanut butter? Invented peanut butter. Yeah, he like came up with the recipe for peanut butter. Um, George Washington Carver. Yeah, I think he peanuts. he was he was a great inventor. And if you talk to any inventors, they had more failures than inventions, and a lot of their inventions came by accident. Yeah, but since they made all those inventions, do we try to remake peanut butter now? No, we just use what they invented because it worked. Non-adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> Non-adventurous. Like, <laughs> that's the way it goes. Anywho, we've, we've digressed. Yeah. Okay, back going the, back. So we found cheesecake. cereal. Andy comes up with this box of chocolate. I've never even heard of it. Chocolate cinnamon toast. Was it no, cinnamon? chocolate graham. No. Cho- yeah, it was cinnamon graham crunch or something like that. You know the. Cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch, but the chocolate cinnamon chocolate toast crunch. Yeah. cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to use this. Actually, my exact words were, boom, let's go. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So we take it home and Callie helps me. So she uh, crushes it all, you know, 
until it's like fine little particles. And then we add some brown sugar and just a little bit. Because it's already sweet. Because it's already sweet. And melted butter. And so we got it at the right consistency, pushed it down in the cupcake holders, made our cheesecake, spread that on, put the cherries on, a little ripped cream with a little blue food coloring. Sounds like you said little ripped cream. A little whipped cream with a little blue food coloring because we were going for patriotic. Anyway, no one guessed what it was. The substitute, of yeah. course, because I'd never even heard of that cereal myself. But people thought they were really good, so I kept trying to get people to guess what it is. So the moral of the story is you can substitute for graham crackers. As long crust. as you start with a recipe. <laughs> as long as you start with something you know, it's going to work. Oh, that's funny. So we had a really good celebration. Threw some fireworks out there. Um, kids were, we had some glow sticks. The kids were running around the yard playing hide and go seek with the glow sticks. Glow sticks were a hit. It was an it was a nice, nice night. Well, they used to only make glow sticks like all you get is the little glow stick, right? Mm-hmm. And then they made the connectors, mm-hmm. so then you could make like a necklace with your glow stick, or make it go around your head or your wrist. And now it's like they package it with like. Um, supplies to make glasses like everything you need to make glasses and or a ball. stuff to make like a ball mm-hmm. it's just like so more yeah intense than it used to be it was but, fun yeah. we, we had a good time and i guess we're building up our excuses for not having a podcast out you know we sometimes we'll record last minute on sunday um but we were spending so much time prep, prepping for Sunday night that we didn't. I think we're we're past making excuses. I think they know what's going on with us and we can just not talk about it anymore. All right. Well, staying with the theme of patriotism, uh, I was trying to find a story from our good friend and fellow podcaster, fellow member of the team. Um, what's the name now? Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. I'm looking at the name of this person in this episode and it says Paul, but not Harvey. So anyways, we're going to play a semi-patriotic um, Paul Harvey for you. If you enjoyed that last week, I hope you did. I know many people from Kentucky enjoyed it and thought it was pretty cool. So here's another one. And then uh, uh, we'll continue on. So sit back, relax, get your thinking cap on. Try to think about, well, this is what I always do whenever I'm listening to Paul Harvey. I'm trying to think about, all right, who are they talking about? Because he never reveals who they're talking about to the end. So I'm always thinking, like, who are they talking about, you know? So let's see what you think when it's all said and done. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. The rest of the story. News traveled fast in the Wild West. There had been a big fight. Joe Warren had been killed, and before he was cold, nearly everybody had heard of it. He was 34, not a bad stretch of living for those violent times. Nonetheless, Joe was well-liked. He'd be sorely missed. Was he buried proper? His pals wanted to know. Well, well, no. The ornery galoots who'd done him in just dumped him in a hole with the rest of the dead. No words of prayer, no last respects, no marker, no nothing. 
And there was no way to recover Joe's body now because the bad guys were still out there spoiling for another fight. Powerful shame, everybody thought. And that would have been that, except, well, this is the rest of the story. About a year went by before somebody said, let's go get Joe Warren. The bad guys had moved on by now. Why not dig up old Joe and give him a right good send-off? So the men folk went out to the hill where they figured they'd find him and put shovel to earth. Now, don't get ahead of me here. After all that time, there wasn't much left of old Joe, nor of the others they'd plunked in that mass grave. In fact, nobody there, not even the buddies who knew Joe, well, not even they could recognize him now. That's when the smartest man there said, let's call Doc. If anybody could tell Joe from the rest of them, it would be his best friend. Now, Doc was not a real Doc. He was just a frontier dentist who had fixed 100 teeth or so and cleaned 200 more. But like the man said, Joe and Doc were real close. Maybe somehow looking into those hollow eyes, Doc would see something he had seen before. Well, he did. He did, and not just something he had seen before but something he'd put there. An unmistakable piece of wiring that he had used to install a couple of false teeth. For Doc was more than Joe's friend. He was his dentist. And thus was the dead man identified and properly reinterred. And once more history was made. For if anyone ever makes up a ballot to decide on a birthday for the field of forensic medicine, I'm voting for an occasion of which you have just learned maybe the first time ever that a dead body was identified through dental records. But the Wild West where it happened was the untamed land that lay west of the Atlantic on the British frontier. And the big fight in which Joe Warren was killed was the Battle of Bunker Hill. For you see, Major General Joseph Warren, prominent patriot and president of the Provincial Congress, might have remained buried in an unmarked, unknown grave, lost forever to posterity, had he not been recognized posthumously by his friend, the dentist. The dentist whom he, Warren, had personally dispatched on a mission to Lexington only two months before his death. That, by the way, was a mission to warn the populace of the approaching British war machine. I said that had been a mission to warn the populace of the approach of the British. No, you never knew Doc, the father of forensic dentistry, until he mounted his horse and rode into revolutionary history as Paul Revere. But now you know the rest of the story. What'd you think? Okay. Paul Revere, a dentist. I never knew he was a dentist. And he was possibly the father of forensic dentistry. Or dentist forensics. Dentistry forensic. I don't know how he said it. but What do you think? That's crazy, isn't it? That's pretty crazy. He could have been the very first one who identified a body by their teeth. Hmm. Good old Paul Revere. He did more than just <laughs> ride and warn never us. Never knew. I never knew. I didn't know he was a dentist. Nope. Now you know the rest of the story. I thought that was a nice little patriotic uh, story. Something about somebody we know about. Glad you found that out one. Outside of the box. Yeah. So another fun fact. Um, I was kind of wanting to add another segment to our list and do an on this day in history segment. Oh, okay. And so Good. I found one that goes with 
today, July 8th, and on this day in 1776, a 2,000-pound copper and tin bell, now known as the Liberty Bell, rings out from the tower of the Pennsylvania State House, now known as Independence Hall in Philadelphia, summoning, summoning citizens to the first public reading of the Declaration of Independence. Four days earlier, the historic document had been adopted by delegates to the Continental Congress, but the bell did not ring to announce the issuing of the document until the Declaration of Independence returned from the printer on July 8th. That was awesome. Thank you and for I started the outro too the ex- soon. As always, you cut me off. I literally just rushed through that as fast last, as I could. Last week, last week we had a terrible cutoff uh, conversation after the podcast. It was pretty funny. But I always cut Trist off because I always Every time. underestimate the amount of time it takes to finish a sentence. I may not talk a lot, but when I'm ready to talk... <laughs> I cut her off. Let me get it all out, please. <laughs> so the Liberty Bell rang four days later july 8th because the declaration of independence went to the printer and then they decided to publicly read it you know as a proclamation and that would have been july 8th and the liberty bell summoned everyone to the reading that's amazing Yep. is this a little bit better thanks gives you more time i love you Love you. We have all the time in the world now. (laughs) We'll see you guys. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.